Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would have a genuine concern for people, that we would tell them the truth about you, because we're trying to please you and not trying to please people. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 For you yourselves know, brothers, our reception with you, that it was not in vain. But after we had already suffered and been mistreated in Philippi, just as you know, we had the courage in our God to speak to you the gospel of God amid much opposition. For our exhortation is not from error or from impurity or with deceit, but just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, Thus we speak, not as pleasing people, but God who examines our hearts. For never did we come with a word of flattery, just as you know, nor with a pretext of greediness, God is witness, nor seeking glory from people, neither from you nor from others. Although we could have insisted on our own importance as apostles of Christ, yet we became as infants in your midst, like a nursing mother cherishes her own children, Longing for you in this way, we determined to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own souls, because you had become dear to us. For you remember, brothers, our labor and hardship, working by night and day, in order not to be a burden to any of you, we proclaim to you the gospel of God. You are witnesses, and so is God, how devoutly and righteously and blamelessly we became to you who believe just as you know how we treated each one of you like a father his own children, exhorting and consoling you and insisting that you live in a manner worthy of God, who calls you to his own kingdom and glory. And because of this, we also give thanks to God constantly that when you received God's word that you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as it truly is, the word of God which also is at work in you who believe. For you became imitators, brothers, of the churches of God which are in Judea, in Christ Jesus, because you also suffer the same things at the hands of your own people, just as they themselves did also at the hands of the Jews, who killed both the Lord Jesus and the prophets, and who persecuted us, and who are not pleasing to God and are opposed to all people hindering us from speaking to the Gentiles, in order that they may be saved, so that they always fill up their sins. But wrath has come upon them to the end. But when we were made orphans by separation from you, brothers, for a short time, in face, not in heart, we were even more eager with great desire to see your face, because we wanted to come to you, I, Paul, on more than one occasion. And Satan hindered us. For who is our hope, or joy, or crown of boasting? Is it not even you, in the presence of the Lord Jesus at his coming? For you are our glory and joy. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Paul reminds the Thessalonians of how he acted while he was among them in this chapter. He starts reminding them of the persecution he experienced in Philippi before he got to Thessalonica, and then how he was opposed in Thessalonica as well. Paul explains that the gospel is from God, 
So he isn't there to please the hearers, but to please God. If you're trying to please people, one of the techniques you can use is flattery. Paul says he never used flattery, and he wasn't trying to get something from them, either money or power. Instead, he was gentle as a mother with her children. Paul didn't take money from them, but worked night and day to preach and earn the money he needed. We also learn from the letter to the Philippians that the Philippian Christians had sent money to Paul. Philippians 4.15 Now you also know, Philippians, that at the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you alone, because even in Thessalonica, on more than one occasion, you sent for my need. Paul says he acted like a father among them. Verse 12 exhorting and consoling you and insisting that you live in a manner worthy of God. Paul says he gives thanks that they accepted what Paul said as the word of God. How they were willing to suffer persecution. Paul connects the persecution they suffered to the suffering of Jesus. Then, Paul talks about how he had to leave Thessalonica. He speaks of it like separating parents and children. He says it was Satan who was stopping Paul from visiting them. And now for a deeper dive. Paul is talking about his motivation here, why he preached to the Thessalonians and suffered. Motivation is a big issue. There are plenty of preachers today who are preaching for the money and power that it gives them. It is not always immediately obvious, but sooner or later it will come to light. There are certainly politicians who are in it for the money and power as well, and it was no different in Paul's day. There were plenty of traveling teachers who were trying to gain a following for themselves. So, if we teach about Jesus, what is our motivation? Do we want people to like us? It is hard not to. It is easier to see when people are preaching for the money. It is harder to see when they are preaching for the praise. And perhaps it is hard for us to see that in ourselves. It will come out when we need to teach something that we don't think people want to hear. Paul explains it as, verse 12, exhorting and consoling and insisting that you live in a manner worthy of God, who calls you to his own kingdom and glory. We have to insist that people live in a manner worthy of God, if we want to please God. That means change. It doesn't mean that we have to be mean about it, and the way we tell them. But if we don't tell them, then it is a failure on our part. And if we tell the whole truth of God to people, that will make some of them unhappy. And that is why Paul was persecuted, because he was pleasing God, and those people did not like God's truth. So, are we trying to please God? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.